Dude. Dude. What is up? Games. They're up? Well, it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, and maybe what game you're talking about. Welcome to Press Play to save the what aren't you what what aren't you playing edition. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be throwing these every once in a while. Yeah, we're gonna wing a wet hot snot ball right at your face. That's that's the only kind of snot ball I want throwing at my face. I know the hard Thrung? dry ones hurt more. Yeah. I mean, the wet ones, it's kind of like, oh, gross. But I mean, man, the hard ones, you get a nosebleed. Yeah. And it's, you know, and if you're dehydrated, then that's hard to control. And that's no fun. Yeah. So anyway, hey, 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 I'm Corey, uh, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Back there, Master Controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hey, it's me. uh, And let me tell you, changing a AC belt on your uh envoy is uh fun and challenging fun and challenging especially well, least, if you don't have the tool to remove the fan yes at least at least challenging welcome to automotive 102 102 because we're we're better than 101 101's just like where do i put the key you don't it's remote sensor what are you crazy what is this the 50s yeah you don't need to put the key anywhere that's that's what she tells me you put it in your pocket and you keep it there like a good little car driving person pocket keeper i gotta tell you we went vacation pseudo vacation over the weekend how'd that go oh it was frustrating as always like like always whenever the wilson family takes a short weekend vacation wherever we go everything ends up closed for one reason or another and the weather's terrible yes but i mean that this is this is a hallowed ground other people i've probably told some stories in the past but this is just how it goes uh we've got the uh we've got the remote key thing going in the in the newest vehicle yeah, yeah. and uh the wife will not keep it on her person so Hmm. every time we get out of the car which you know it's vacation that happens a lot getting in and out of the car yeah uh i can't lock the door because the car's like hey stupid the key's still in the car i'm not gonna lock it and i'm like no but i have the other key in my pocket douchebag car and it's like no 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 and then i have to look at my wife and go where is your key and she's like (sighs) and then she has to go back in the car digging through her purse to find the key so yeah. FYI, if you see my car sitting alongside or sitting in a parking lot somewhere, hey, try it. If it's unlocked, you can probably just drive away. Yep. Because my wife's key's already inside somewhere. But yeah, you have you you click the little you click the handle and it goes beep, you know, when you lock it. But but when you click the handle and it's inside, it gives you an angry beep. <laughs> it's like beep a hole. Yeah. I'm like, why'd you why'd you say a hole? The long beep was enough. You didn't yeah. have to tag the a hole on the end there. Yeah, but, the, you yeah. know, with with new technology comes new responsibilities, headaches, knots yeah. of yeah. new headaches. But hey, when I'm by myself, it's great. Speaking of angry beeps, yeah, um, I am. Are glad- we gonna curse? Yes. Oh yeah, I got um, I got some good ones cooked up. <laughs> well, my I used to have up until like last week, I had a vibe, a uh, Pontiac, Pontiac product. Vibe. Yes, I love Pontiac, and it gave me angry beeps that's because it was secretly a toyota product (laughs) yeah it Mm -hmm. if you didn't have your seatbelt clicked it you start taking off and immediately it just beeped at you for like five minutes (laughs) so if you have to remove your seatbelt for any reason yeah it would get upset not just if you tried to put it in gear and if you had let's say you parked in your driveway and then you want to pull it in the garage it's going to beep at you to be mad yeah we po'd so. My, my my truck does that. My truck's all, all just kind of like beep, beep, beep over and over again when you, but after about 10 seconds, it chills out. But if you start driving, 
It'll wait about five minutes and it'll start beeping at you again. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like this conversation ain't over, ho. <laughs> I gave like, you yeah. ample opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wear my seatbelt religiously. I will say, though, if I had to remove my seatbelt, like if I'm going to drive through or something and it's still in gear, it doesn't seem to care at all. It tends to forgive me those trespasses. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you this one. Speaking of forgiveness. Are we going to be forgiving anybody? Hell no. Oh, good. Not if tonight. We, if we were, I was going to leave. That's right. Tonight is a night of anger and strife because Chris isn't here to make us happy and positive and Brett's doing his normal Brett stuff yeah. that he does when we record this episode. So, angriness. Arg! So let's get mad about some games. Are you ready? Um, Mario. Uh. There you go. I'm ready now. All right. <laughs> That's the closest thing I have to anything Mario on here. Uh, That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the one. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> we're going to talk about two games that we've talked about a lot, not a month ago or exactly a month ago. Yeah. We, we were talking some some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about some uh, so, some good experiences and some, uh, some good vibes. But tonight we're going to talk about some grouchiness. Amazing what happens in a few weeks. Yeah. Because you know what? It's hard to leave that stuff and just talk all that happy smack. And then just leave it after you learn the, the the horrid truth. Yeah. You know? So tonight we're gonna be talking about and don't don't get frustrated. Hang with us. We're gonna be talking about No Man's Sky again and a little Pokemon Go again. But with a little different spin. A little different spin. So without further ado, it's time to talk about some games. I just hit buttons at this point. Yeah. Random random yeah. buttons. That's that's like too happy. I know. Music. Do I have any yeah. angry music? Yeah, we need to. We need to get some angry. I need music. angry. Do we have anything on the other podcast that I could pilfer for angry music? Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, um, what do we fart have? Fart noises. <laughs> there is a fart noise. You just okay. There we go. All there right. Go. Angry. angry. Angry noises. Porkins. Angry fart. Porkins. Oh, geez. I'm hitting accidental buttons now. Get me away from you. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. No Man's Sky. Yes. I have many hours. You do. Like 80 gazillion. 80 gazillion ballpark. Give or take uh, a phantasmalillion. Yes. Um, I, I have put a good amount of time into No Man's Sky. I have not played it much in the last couple of weeks. In fact, I don't think I've played it at all in the last two weeks, which should be indicative of something. Now, at no point did I go, I'm done with you, No Man's Sky, and like storm out and thumb my nose at Hello Games and say, you guys are the devil. Yeah, and there were people that were seemingly like that. Oh, there were lots of people. So many, in fact, that Steam is issuing uh, refunds on the game when you have, for even for people with more than 70 hours. That... It's amazing. Game. Now, if you now there are a lot of sixty dollars games like that, you're not going to get seventy. There's a lot of people who go out and buy Call of Duty and never get seventy hours out of it, and it's still yeah. a sixty dollars game. But it's a little different. Yeah. I mean, there's there's reviews on Steam that half the review is redacted because of people's <laughs> comments or because of their comments, right? And, uh, and, and it's kind of a problem where I was like, even if I went on, let's say I just really like call of duty single player and I go out and I play, I don't know what, six hour single player campaign. I think six to 10 is, is normal. And then I play 40 hours of multiplayer. I that's six. I, I, that's my $60 right there. Yeah. You know, um, 
No Man's Sky, however, is the kind of game where you could hit 70 hours and go, I don't think I'm going to get to the thing that I think I'm supposed to get to. You know, or there's people going, I'm not experiencing the things that I th- thought I would experience. Now, let's go into those. Yeah. Do, 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 do we, uh, you would know better than I, what were the things that were promised? Well, I mean, now I'm going to give Sean Murray some credit. He is painted like he is the liar of liars. You know, I see stuff, anti-Sean Murray stuff on the front page of Imager at least every other night. And this is the internet, so. Right, right, right. But I will give him some credit. There are features in the game where when he would be uh, confronted about them by the media before, he would go, well, you know, in Australian accent, uh, the, the, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, that's there. I mean, you'll be able to do that. But I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking the odds aren't good. The odds aren't good. You know, he was, he was always kind of trying to downplay. That's really not the focus. But the problem was every journalism every every gaming journalist kept asking questions about those things because that's what people were excited about and so there should have been some more red lights and some more definitive downplaying of things like any type of multiplayer experience whatsoever now they've always said this is not a multiplayer game but they have also said but you can run into other people and right. there were people who understood, yeah, when you're near somebody, you'll get the, like you'll be in like a lobby with them and be able to talk to them and stuff like that. And I don't know if any of that's true. <laughs> I know that uh, after the game was released, a couple of people very quickly found each other far faster than Hello Games anticipated on PC and found out that not only could they not hook up because they tried to go to the same place as each other, they were in the same spot. But they were not in the same instance. They what? could not see each other. There was there was no actual other person there. So is there a way for those people to meet up at all? Um, my understanding was that's something that they were looking into and trying to fix. I don't I don't follow I didn't follow up on it. And here's the reason why. Since the games come out and since all these complaints have been levied and all that, Hello Games like, oh, we're still working on adding content, blah, blah, blah. But they've not said, and here's our timetable. Right. It's all, they're still just fixing things that are broken about the game, and the game is relatively broken. The performance on PC was abysmal when it came out. I still liked it because I've played enough, uh, I've played enough early access games to know what a giant randomly generated or whatever you procedurally generated generated game tends to look like, which means there's a lot of pop in and a lot of blocky garbage, and that's part and parcel. Frame rate wasn't great, but it was playable on, you know, my like 660 or whatever TI and a buttload of Rams in my PC. And uh, and so I, I still played lots of hours and they patched it and it, it got better. It got better. It got better. It got better. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. uh, it, it, it it very repetitive. I think probably the most damning thing was that there was a video that for a lot of the Sean Murray interviews prior to release there was a video that um, that played almost always on all these various outlets of like, you know, him or, you know, hop, hopping out of a ship and there's like a brontosaurus walking past and these giant tall forests of trees yeah. and everything. I have been to at least, I don't know, 40 planets and I have yet to see a forest of any type. <laughs> I have yet to see you know, every planet pretty much pretty much looks the same with maybe three different landscape types. What what kind of landscapes are you seeing? Uh rocky craggy Mars like. Okay. 
with various varying amounts of verticality. I mean, there might be like steep canyons and stuff like that. Um, then there is the sort of just a uh, regular desert with sporadic vegetation. Okay. And then there's the rocky thing that has a bunch of weird land bridges going in the sky. Oh, no, there's one more. There's also the one that has just ra- random uh, little hemispheres of rock floating. So there, there you go. That's all four of them. So they're very similar. Uh, yeah. The the color palette changes uh, a oh lot, boy. a lot, which sometimes can be very annoying because it can be very harsh on your eyes. Yeah. But I, I can forgive that if we're going to go through random sciencey fictiony whatever that's fine but um but yeah the problem is this you know it's an exploration game and they've said that far and above it's an exploration game you're not the first one anywhere on every single planet there are already alien species there there are ships flying around on every single planet there are trading posts well i, yeah, I shouldn't say it, but on on virtually every single planet there 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 are varying degrees of of um what's the word i'm looking for uh how compacted all of that is sometimes they're all very spread out but there's there's shipwrecks there's drop pods and stuff on every single planet. oh drop pods what do they have well drop pods is the you know when you find a, a drop pod it's always the same thing it's you can pay a certain amount of money to increase us an s inventory slot in your suit it's always the same no matter what huh and then you find like little like observatories and stuff, and there's a handful of things that those go between. Like, ah, eh, you'll solve a little riddle or puzzle to uh, to to scan the for uh, an outpost somewhere nearby, and there might be an upgrade for your multi tool, which is again, you it's just inventory slots. I mean, there might be other equipment attached to it, but you can. I mean, very early in the game, you stop finding anything you haven't already found. Everything you find is a repeat. I would say within 20 hours of the game, if you played it anything remotely like me, every piece of equipment you find either for a ship or your multi-tool, you already have the knowledge of how to build that. Hmm. So I have found at this point, you know, however, I don't know how many hours I've played, 20, 30, 40, I don't know. But at this point, I have found way more repeat items than I have original items. Like probably by a factor of two or three. Yeah. And I thought, and I'm thinking, I was like, Hey, this is gonna be a 300 hour game for me. And I was already kind of getting a little yeah. bored. Well, I, I thought one of the things that we had talked about a long time ago was that you're going to be able to discover new planets and like name them. Yeah. So you could name a planet, even though other alien species have already been there. I don't know who you're naming it for, because I don't know if I'm a human. I don't know what I am. I'm just somebody who is trying to slowly learn all of these alien languages one word at a time by walking up and sticking my hands in some sort of like bloody mercurial goo while some ancient spirit yells at me, which is just another one of the things that you find randomly all over these planets. And you learn one word at a time. And so you, you know, as, as you so eventually, as you start talking to members of these handful of species, and I do mean a handful, because uh, I can think of three that I've encountered. Are so they far. really, really tiny? No, no, they no. They're, your hand? they're no, they're all they're all people sized. Oh, so more than really. A yeah, some are taller than others. Okay, but but I mean, there's. I think I've run into three different species, maybe four. I think three, um, over and over and over, and they and I'm learning their languages one word at a time. So when I encounter one and I talk to them, I may or may not be able to tell what they're actually saying. Because at first kinda, you kind of cool. That's the coolest thing about the whole game, and. 
it becomes the most tedious thing so quickly. I imagine. At first, it's like, oh, wow, I don't know what this thing's saying to me. So you're just kind of guessing at how to react to things. And sometimes you get rewarded with some technology you already have, or you get like <laughs> beaten up for half your health. But you don't see any of this happen. All of this happens in sort of a, a still image trivia question with multiple choice. Huh. Look, you don't. There's no actual animation for these things at all. That's disappointing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of your interaction with NPCs, it's like you zoom in and they appear on your screen and it's just a multiple choice question and whether or not you want to trade with them or something like that. It's really, really, I mean, that's probably other than just, you know, the engine of the game and the procedural generation. This is the most novel thing about the game. And it's so... Well, what what about the hardcore space battles? Hardcore space battles. Uh, what about those? Um, oh, okay. I'm saying I've had a couple of space battles that were really cool, and I've had a couple that were really not cool in a cool way. But I've also had several that are just meh. And I've had it's there's not it's not like I'm going into a space battle with a sense of purpose. It's, oh, I've got a bunch of valuable cargo and an unfriendly scan came in and I'm suddenly being attacked by one to like eight ships. No. And I, without any, any, uh, any, any background on why. Are, are you able to defend yourself? Uh, not at first very well. Actually, the first couple of battles I got into, I was like, I did pretty good. My shields dropped, but I didn't take any damage. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got this. And then I answered, I jumped into a system and said, oh, the distress signal, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, all right, I'm going to go help these mofos out. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> as soon as I got there, like eight ships swarmed me and I was demolished quickly. I was doing all of the evasive action I could remember from X-Wing Alliance. Uh, everything. I was dialing down my throttle to try to bring about faster. I don't think I had a damn thing to do with anything. Like It didn't feel like there was a lot of strategy to it. The thing that I figured out very quickly and very easily without consulting anything is that when my shields drop, it's kind of like, you know, I, 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 I compare it to, you know, oh no, the train's slowing down. So you shove, shovel coal into the boiler. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh no, my shields are down. So I would bring up the inventory interface. I'm in flight in space battle, mind you. And I, so now I'm just flying straight. <laughs> because I pull up my inventory and dump fuel into my like shields because everything has fuel that it consumes. Yeah. And that would up my shields again. So that was like the only strategy but that I figured can't, out. Can't you just divert power to your shields? I caught divert power to the shields. They're already pushing all she got. I What I did do, I, I the next time I upgraded my ship after that, or next time I bought a new ship, I'm on my fourth ship, probably third or fourth ship. The um was so that get, I spent. What's you, that? Get a, you get a new ship about every twenty hours. I, you, I it really depends. You could get a new ship pretty frequently, depending on how you want to play. Because you can go to space, you know, any space dock or docking station on a planet, and ships will usually come and go at a, at a usually at a pretty good rate. It varies, and you can go explore them and say, "Oh, that one has less inventory than mine," which is usually right away. I don't want that ship. Yeah, you know, inventory is a big deal. Inventory is a huge deal in this game. So then you wait, you keep looking and keep looking and like, okay, this one has 10 more slots than mine and costs more money than I've ever made combined total. And I definitely don't have that much money now. Because cargo space is a premium. It is a premium. And then it's like, okay, here's one that's got one more slot, but it's got three more equipment things in it that are kind of cool and I wouldn't want to get rid of them. So I'd have a ship that does more, but carries less and use all my money 
I'm not going to do that either, you know? Yeah. And so it's random. What if it was shaped like Serenity? Well, that's the thing. I'm very heavily weighted by how cool the ship looks, and I have yet to buy a really cool looking ship. <laughs> I mean, the starter ship, for those who pre-ordered the game, is like sort of like a Z95 Headhunter from Star Wars. That one's cool, but you have almost no cargo. I got rid of that thing very quickly because a cargo early game for me was the most important thing, you, period. So you have to get rid of your ship? You can't like have an inventory of ships? No. No, you don't like have a cache of ships somewhere. You, you, your garage you, you literally abandon your ship when, uh, as soon as you purchase another ship. Your ship is abandoned. That um, so, and I can pretty much guarantee you that it won't stay there very long. I don't. I haven't verified that. But see, you, there's also ships that you can find crashed on the surface of a planet. Now, I don't know if this is true, but my understanding is that there's like a fifty fifty toss of whether or not that ship that you find crashed will have. One more inventory slot than your current ship, or one less inventory slot of your current ship, which I feel is kind of obnoxiously, re, you know, reductive considering how many different varieties and sizes you can find on a space station. But those yeah. ships are all busted up. So then it's a matter of, okay, can I find all of the things that I need here around? Can I source the items I need to fix the ship? And then it, it will become my ship. But the thing is, to even start that process, you're either going to be carrying all your stuff on your person or you you know, fly your ship over and park it next to that ship because you have to gather it all. Because if you can't gather it all, but you do say, I want this ship, your other ship's abandoned. Oh, you don't geez. have access to it anymore. So you have to then, now you're carrying everything in your exosuit, which at, at early on, pretty early on, your exosuit can carry, has more slots, I should say, than your ship. It doesn't necessarily carry more because carry the slots in the ship carry more of one thing. But you're limiting how many different things you can carry. Okay. And so, yeah. And so it always seems like it's a pretty risky move depending on how, you know, how rich the planet you're on is. Yeah. On whether or not you're going to fix a crashed ship. But... That that being said, you know, yeah, I've upgraded my ship a couple times. The, the ship I upgraded after I got wasted in space, which after that I just spawned back on the space station that I was last on. Um, I up, I said inventory be damned, and I just started throwing sh every shield bonus I could. The pulse cannons are really powerful, but you have to aim them, and this this engine is not solid enough to make aiming very good. It's very squishy. And so there's also your mining lasers on your ship, which are which will track. And so I just started upgrading like damage into my mining lasers. And then I could go out and like a couple times, a couple I got scanned and things jump in. I wasted the snot out of them. My shield never even dropped. But I've never there's like these monstrous, gorgeous capital ships that just pop in all over the place. that serve no purpose. But I guess I could attack them. But. I don't know what the repercussions would be. There's nothing to tell me if I attack this ship, am I going to get obliterated immediately? So you can't scan them? I, no. I mean, I can-ish, but not to a point where it gives me any sort of technical readout or what its vulnerabilities are. Or maybe that's an upgrade that somehow I haven't found yet. I don't know. But there, it's just the game doesn't tell you much of anything ever. There's no, not really any tutorial. So, not really. So, let's put a price on this game. Put a price on this game. What it, what should the price be on this game? As is. As is. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. This is not a $60 game. So, I, I hate to say that because this could be a $20 game that you sink 200 hours into. 
which is that fair? Yeah, it kind of is. It is. This is a this is a team of less than 25 people who made this game. There's no reason why it should be a full price game. And I have to wonder if the people at Hello Games for the last two years have been nervous about this because it was maybe Sony pushing them the whole time. Because yeah. Sony was the one who grabbed onto them early and showcased them. So do you think this is a Sony problem or a No Man's Sky problem? I think it's 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 when an indie developer gets gobbled up by a massive behemoth problem. Yeah. When an indie developer gets completely gobbled up by massive behemoth and the massive behemoth says, we're not going to get involved with your tech. You do that, but we are going to get involved with your price structure and that and, and your, your pr- timing promotions and, and your promotion. Right. And I, I think that's what happened. I think if no man's sky had come out at 20 bucks, I don't feel like there'd be a lot of complaining. I've spent 25 bucks on early access games that are far crappier than this far crappier. In fact, I like No Man's Sky, Howie. I really do. Yeah, but you talked about it. Yeah, yeah, the fact that I spent sixty bucks on it, I just ah, oh, it feels dirty. Especially, I mean, we're press play to save. We're all about cheap games. Our bundle roulette and yeah. everything; those are games we get for next to nothing or nothing. We rarely drop full price on a game. Very rarely, and I, I definitely, I have no problem with the fact that I drop full price on Fallout Four. You know. Yeah, there's a few games out there you know you're gonna you're gonna yeah. get. And I and I I bought I even bought the season pass Fallout Four, something I've never done them in my life on any game. And I only did it because they were raising the price, you know, the next day. But I uh this game is not a sixty dollar game. And I and I've seen that like at first the game came out and there were people like, eh, it's okay. And then there was a kind of like a lot of negative reviews going, it's not good enough. There's a ton of hate. You oh know? man, yeah. And, and and I don't blame the people who are who hate it at all. Because it's just, it's not what people were led to believe, whether or not they were led intentionally, or if it's a case of the fact that, you know, Sean Murray probably should have just definitively said more definitively. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't really know how that's going to pan out or, or, or saying, saying, no, that's not really in there. I mean, we're going to have some things, some features, but that's not it. You know, instead of saying, well, you know, this really is this really more about exploration, which he did say he didn't say people who are coming to that are going to be disappointed. Well, maybe actually, maybe he said those exact words at some point. But there were a lot of people that believe this game is going to be something that it wasn't. And there are a lot of things that they like I said, that that one landscape they showed over and over and over again. That was big and lush. There's actually a very funny video about the before and after uh, of, of the release of No Man's Sky. And one of them is, uh, the first half is that video, and it's playing the Jurassic Park theme. Basically, you know, uh, you know, Grant, Dr. Grant looking out yeah. of the Jeep and pulling his glasses off and looking at the brontosauruses going, drinking out of a lake. And because and, and, that's essentially the majesty of what you see in that video. And then shows the after release and shows the actual. And it's like like a gorilla body with a floppy T-Rex head walking into things. And it's going. <laughs> I, I don't remember that it was yakety sex, but it should have been yakety sex. Yeah. Um, because it is it's just it in no way resembles that. Although the crux of the gameplay is more or less pretty honest. But yeah, the fact that there's these space, but like you see him going up into space and, and these other ships flying along with him into this battle. I've never seen that. Any battle that I've seen going on is off in the distance. There's nothing to lure me over there except for that one distress call. You know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. and I don't see, I've only seen like two ever, you know, I'll, other than that, it's only been ships like who are scanning me and attacking me for my cargo, which I don't always have that, much valuable cargo. Sometimes I've got a 
full cargo, but it's not that valuable, and I still get attacked. Yeah. Sometimes I've got a full load of like really valuable cargo, and nothing ever scans me. But <laughs> I had a couple cool moments. You know, I've tried a couple cool things. Like I was like, all right, these guys are attacking me and they're wasting me. I'm going to dive for the planet and do like a controlled dive like I'm crashing. Let's see if there's some AI involved, like I can convince them that I'm going down or something, right? And they just followed me all the way down to the planet surface, which that in itself was kind of cool. I was like, oh, wow, they'll follow me down here. And then I was zipping around all these rocks and everything, trying to lose them or crash them, and they could not crash. I dive straight to the ground, come up, they could not crash. You can't really crash either. Your ship is always in sort of a, you, you know, if you try to crash it, there's like sort of an autopilot prevention. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, it actually kind of sucks. I'd rather there be more danger in flying and have more control because sometimes you're wanting to fly and just look over the landscape and you can't get an angle where you can actually F and C the landscape. So, so parting words, parting words, no man's sky. I'm betting a steam holiday sale, 20 bucks. I'm betting Steam holiday sale 20 bucks. I'm, I'm betting it comes down because they're they've I'm, they haven't lost money, I'm sure, but they've lost a lot of players. A lot of people have gotten refunds on this game and there's a lot yeah, of that's, ill will. That's what's amazing. Uh, and well, I just searched for some No Man's Sky memes. Just yeah. to see what pop up. Uh, one of the first ones I saw that I really liked was uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh and it's her picture, and it says, hey, No Man's Sky, guess what? And then it's her you know, flipping the bird. Yep. Yep, there you go. That kind of says it all right there. Uh, it's, I will say this. Therapeutically, it's a very relaxing game. If you just want to get out and mine some rocks, you know, mine some fuel, do that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's relaxing. It's visually, for the most part, it's very pleasing. Sometimes really hard to see. Uh, because of the just the weird color palette of the game, but yeah. uh, but I have I've I've sat for hours and hours and hours just walking around and mining. And mind you, this is not like Minecraft mining. I'm not digging down in the ground. Yeah, I can blow holes in the ground, and uh, the answer to that not very far. <laughs> the answer to that is basically they gave you a tool that will allow you to, if you're stuck in a hole and can't find your way to the surface, you can blast upward to the surface. If you try to blast downward, you're not going anywhere. Uh, nine times out of ten, it's, it, you're going to run into the end of how far you can go within about, I don't know, 30 feet. You know? Yeah. It's very, very, very... That function is just there to get you out of a hole. That's all it's there for. Um. So, yeah. I say yeah. my parting shot is it's relaxing. It's fun. It is not even remotely a $60 game. I don't care how many hours you can put into it. Not even remotely a $60 game. So, um, speaking of relaxing... Yeah. This next game. Uh oh. Would you would you define this one as relaxing? I what yes. Socially therapeutic. Ah. Was how I might describe Pokemon ah. Go early on. Yeah. We really kind of talked this up. We did well, we were playing the shite out of it. Yes, we were. We were playing the crap out of it. We were going every every, you know, every week at least. I mean, we were going out more than every week, but we we're going out together. Yeah. You know, and, and playing the crap out of this game because we go out, we meet people, we'd find stuff, we'd track stuff down. It was fun. In the last week, how many times have you fired it up? Once. Me too. Yeah. I was in the bathroom at work and I fired it up and there was a drowsy and I threw six Pokeballs at it and it broke out of every one of them and I closed the game. Hmm. Yep. I had a little better luck. I 
found an EV. It's 500 uh, CP. Yeah. Uh, I threw two and it, I caught it. Yeah. But then I closed the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they have, they released a half-baked game that had everything that people wanted. This is an amazing thing to me. <laughs> this is an amazing thing to me. It is. It, it comes out and it is... Wait wait wait, 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 wait. Do you think the popularity of Pokemon Go is waning as heavily as it is because people are just over the the novelty of it? Or do you think it's because of what they're doing with it? Who I think yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but but here's the thing. I'm gonna say it's a 30-70 split. 30% people are just over the novelty of it, yeah. and 70% of it, they've just screwed the pooch so I, hard. I think there's, yeah, I think there's a, a, a decent percentage of people who, what is this? I see this all over the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play Pokemon stuff or whatever, and we're like, I just want to see what this is like. And yeah. like, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, a couple weeks go by, and I'm done. Yeah. I think there's definitely a, a, a decent route there, but I, man, they, hmm. Yeah. They could have had a good amount of retained. What do, what do they call it on Silicon Valley? <laughs> I don't remember. It's been too many months, but yeah. they had the world on a string. Man, it, sitting on a rainbow. We were all just sitting there, like had that string wrapped around. This their is. Finger. I don't know really what's fun about it, but I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Yeah. Uh, There's a few things I don't really like, and I wish they would do better. Oh, there's going to be updates. Okay, great. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you and I were to go Friday night, you know, we're getting on to, we're getting close to sweatshirt weather, which would make this game more tolerable than, you know, actual sweat weather that we had when we were playing it. But it's getting cooler in the evenings. We were to go out and camp out by, like, you know, like the fort or something, the old fort. Yeah. And there's four, there's four stops going, and they're all lit up with uh, lures. First off, there's not going to be, I'll bet you there's not going to be 60 people out there again, maybe 30 or 20. But we would still be doing essentially the same thing we were doing before. Yeah, but it's more challenging. It's well, I wouldn't say it's more challenging. i say it's just more cheatling, G. <laughs> because as the better, the higher you get, the harder the game gets, which a lot of games are that way. But the game gets artificially harder so that you're getting rewarded way, 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 way less frequently. I think that's that's in for this particular issue. That's where the problem is. Yeah. Um, The the amount of XP you need to to level, which you really I don't know really what you get by leveling, except for being able to increase your Pokemon's value. You get uh, you get fewer Pokemon that you can capture. Yeah, but that's what you get. Yeah. And and everything still. XP is all the same. It doesn't increase. No, and it's like when you were low level and you'd go spin stops to get Pokeballs, you get a crap ton of Pokeballs. And then you're like, oh, now I'm high enough level to get Great Balls. You get a crap ton of Great Balls, you know? Yeah. And and it's like, oh, I'm high enough level to get like pink sprays, which are the better revive sprays, right? And you get a crap ton of those. Then you get to a level where it's suddenly, okay, all I'm getting are yellow sprays and like regular pokeball yeah, and i'm not little. sure how much of it how much of it is, i know there's a lot to do with the level but i'm not sure how much of it is the level or updates or, yeah it's doing. hard to tell it's yeah. hard to tell but all you know is all right i've been playing this game but now not only do the pokemon require 10 to 15 times as much attempts as i or you know or i should say five to 15 times as many attempts to capture 
anymore. And also, when you don't capture them, they take off a lot more. And it's not just the high-level ones, because you you encounter higher-level Pokemon as you level up. It's the low-level ones, too. The, the, the basic ones that you could capture with a single regular ball when you were level two are suddenly requiring five or six attempts to capture when you're level 20. Yeah. And not only that, the stops are dra- dropping way, way, way fewer balls. So you have the same number of stops. Not like as you level up, you have more things to get Pokeballs from. You don't. You have the same amount that you had before in your area, right? Give mm-hmm. or take. Yeah. And you're getting way fewer of them. So not only is the game getting harder, but then you can play it less unless you spend money. And I spent some money. <laughs> and two or three weeks later, Apple actually charged me after Niantic had already removed everything that I hadn't already spent. I spent I spent the money. I got some coins in the game. I spent half of them. I had half of them left. And then they were erased. And I filed a, th- a uh, ticket with Niantic. They said, oh, you got to close the game, completely restart your phone, do that. I'm like, I already tried that, but I said that in the in- initial ticket. Oh, you need to close the game, restart your phone. Can I need a human being. I need yeah. an adult. You know, I want my money. <laughs> and so then eventually I filed a ticket with Apple. And I said, they wiped my account and stole my money or wiped my, you know, the credits on my account. I want a refund and Apple's ignoring me. And I have never asked for a refund on anything. I wonder how many uh, complaints they're getting about. Well, that's this. what I figure. I said they must have gotten so flooded that they're just ignoring it. So I've got that ill will toward this game too. The fact that it stole essentially what amounts to about four bucks from me. Now, the last time I played this game, they still couldn't do anything new. No, but and they took away the tracking. That's yes. the thing. You and I could go out and 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 park on a couple lures and still do the same essentially the same thing with some artificially upped difficulty, right? Yeah. But when it comes to just like driving around at night like just getting out of the house for 30 minutes and finding stuff, you can't do that anymore. You have to know where the existing no, nests you're not, are. You're not supposed to drive and play the game. Right, right. Not supposed to drive and play. I mean, you know, have someone ride shotgun. But like even going out and just walking around a park or whatever, unless you already know that there's a nest there or that there's spawns there, you're not going to find anything yep. because they've turned off 90% of the tracking functionality. Yeah. For a while, it was like 100% turned off. Yeah. And, and and I mean, I understand that they want to promote, you know, the, the fun of ooh, discovering things and walking around. And but things. I can't discover anything if I don't have any real tracking. Yeah. And, and what's, why, why am I going to go just randomly start walking and and then if it was like every 10 feet, I'd be like, oh, here's something. Yeah. But if there was anything in my neighborhood, I would get out and walk around my neighborhood and get off the beaten path a little. But I know there's nothing. Pull up your phone right now and look at it. I guarantee you if it says there's anything sighted, it's a Weedle. And if I don't know where, you know, where within five football fields in any an infinite number of directions yeah. a Weedle is, I don't care. Why would I ever care? I mean, how often have you looked up and seen, you know on the sighted that they have now, have you seen something worth like, Oh, I should go out and walk. Yeah. You know, I should go canvas four or five square miles to find this. Yeah. It's, and the answer is no. It's like, a, it's a rattle weedle and a pidgey. And that's when like, I'm downtown. Thanks Pokemon. It's like, this used to be interesting. And now it's the, it, it, it's way less than it was. <laughs> it's way less interesting. Well, that, and yeah. it's not because I'm jaded. It's because the game just, doesn't if, provide you with anything anymore if they okay so we 
we were big on the uh, the tracking sites that right. they had. Yeah, we used those a lot. Well, especially when they shut down the tracking completely. They turned it off for a while yeah. completely yeah, because really of went. the bandwidth issues yeah. because they had to release everywhere in the world, a new country every day. And that's part of what the problem was. Um, if those were still in play, if you could still access those, would you be playing this still? If they didn't ban that kind of stuff? Probably because those websites kept it fun when they turned off the fun. Yeah. And it and like, oh, it's cheating. It's like, no. I mean, I don't even need that web. I don't need those websites to tell me exactly where they are. If those websites just told me in this general vicinity, that's what I would. I'm all right. I'm going to go walk around over there until I can find it. That's a thing. That's what the spirit of the original release was, which is, you know, hey, there are these things that are this far away from you. And you start walking in a direction. Oh, oh, crap. Now it's getting farther away. Turn around, walk the other direction. You know, you can find it. Yeah. Now there's nothing like that. <laughs> it's amazing. I uh I I can't I can't decide whether to think they're just ridiculously ignorant or or, or you know, what's caused this to happen. I'm I'm just going to flat out say trying to worldwide release over the course of like two and a half three weeks was a huge mistake. A huge mistake for, for a number of reasons right I, I think and, and part of that was they didn't have the bandwidth and so they had to shut off all this functionality and killed the game and it distracted them from moving the game forward exactly so that twofold there yeah and it, it caused problems that was the amazing thing it caused problems with the game the game i don't know how many times i had to shut down the game and restart it during that oh yeah time. but I was, I was willing to do it happy to do it i yeah. must have cold kill that game once every 10 minutes the first couple weeks happy to do it because i was having so much fun now the game runs very stably and i don't care yeah at so, all that should that should be a, a ringing bell in in developers and ears yes so. This is a, the roadmap of exactly yeah. what not to do. People are willing to put up with some crap in a game if it's fun and it progresses. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you don't fix it eventually, but, you know, don't. Hey, Niantic's had had time to fix the tracking. I don't see it. I've heard yeah. I've heard of some uh, some stuff they've rolled out to uh, select users involving being able to see what's at various poke stops near you and them showing up on your map but that to me is just a little bit of tape on you know a gushing wound yeah so and that really hasn't evolved into much get it oh he said the word anyhow that's our negative nelly edition of press play to save this is what happens when you don't show up chris we just complain a lot and make listeners angry there's probably somebody crying at their desk at work because they expected to be uplifted it's on you chris the blood's on your hands brett but i like pokemon i you know i watched a couple episodes of the original series with my daughter (laughs) that was an exercise in uh in in mental futility Uh, you know this is this is awful for any of these manufacturers who are making Pokemon uh, toys and such. Yeah, because they started making a bunch. Like, oh crap, we gotta we gotta put these out here. Yeah, because I, I started seeing stuff pop up everywhere. Yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> Nintendo's finally gonna get that bracelet <laughs> thing out that was supposed to come out when the game came out. I think it's coming out next month, and I'm kind of like, uh, <laughs> oh man, they would have made so much more money if that had gotten out on time. <laughs> <laughs> But what are you going to do? Maybe they'll turn things around. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I'm going to say 
boy, they've lost a lot of goodwill. They'll just rebrand it as a Mario bracelet. I'm in. I'm back in. I want to find some Toads and some Koopa Troopas and some uh, Hammer Brothers. This is going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm coming for you, Goombas. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Back there is Howie. And we are out.